is up, everybody. Welcome back for episode 42 of Spill the D. I'm your host, Gina, and I'm joined here with my magical co-host, Sabrina. How are you, Sab? The new one. I know. I feel like we got to mix the word up. We usually do. We did spooky and beautiful and lovely. We do lovely a lot, too. November is like the the pre-holiday stuff, so it's like the awkward month between Halloween and Christmas. Well, it's like Thanksgiving, but I don't I don't know how to word. I'm thankful for you, but I can't be like my thankful co-host. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, this is Spill the D podcast. Welcome back and welcome if you are new. We're going to hop right into it like we always do. Disney news. Yeah. So starting out, I just want to go over this because I think it's so funny. Disney is finally possibly cracking down on resellers. So, you know, like the people who go into the park and buy 50 sweatshirts and then go sell them online for more money than what they paid for them. Oh. Yeah. So they're finally cracking down. And what people are saying online is the straw that broke the camel's back is there's this woman. She is called the Pixie Dust Shopper. She has her own website, everything. You can go check it out. But if you go check it out, you'll see a sign on it that says that she is done because she went into the Food and Wine Run Expo and bought basically all of this one jacket that all of the runners wanted and then sold it for more money than what she paid for it. So all of these runners who were there first thing in the morning didn't get it because they were there before her. And she wasn't running. And because of COVID, they said only runners were allowed in and she got in. So her annual pass has been revoked. At least that is rumored. No one knows for sure, but it is rumored that her annual pass is being revoked and Disney Although they already did implement limits on purchases, like you can only buy two lounge flies, things like that. Apparently, they are kind of cracking down on it a little more. So that little uh, thing people do where they buy it and then they go put it in the car and then they come back and buy two more. Yeah, they're supposed to be cracking down on that. So we'll see what happens. My God, how funny. This lady is the reason I didn't get any Splash Mountain stuff. You've probably seen photos of her. She has pink hair. So she stands out. People take pictures of her buying things all the time. No one online likes her. Yeah, I would be pretty mad. Yeah, there's things that you want. So it is rumored that they are cracking down on resellers. And that is the one big thing that is making people think that this is true, is that her shop has officially closed. That's great. That's Mm -hmm. actually very happy. Happy news. (laughs) Like she was selling the Christmas lounge fly for $150. It was a $90 lounge fly and she had an annual pass discount. It's like her job. (laughs) Oh no. She absolutely made a career out of it. Genius career until they take away all of your Disney privileges altogether. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. First off, I apologize for my stuffiness. I am currently have a cold. (laughs) But in happy news, the first night of Disney's Very Merry Christmas after hours is already sold out, which is good. People are like excited about that. And they are bringing back those Christmas fireworks, which are so pretty with the little present 
fireworks those are my favorite <laughs> don't forget you can watch those from the polynesian yeah or the grand floridian or the contemporary you don't have but to go, to the know someone that has a bungalow that's the best site that's the place <laughs> to watch it really <laughs> that's where gina and i watched the fireworks show i've never seen the merry christmas shows and that was the first night that i saw one it was from a bungalow <laughs> It'll make it pretty memorable. Yeah. I can't I can't beat it. <laughs> so with Disney's Very Merry After Hours, the first one, like you said, sold out. They also they still have more available. The decorations that they put up for it, there's a lot of gold mixed into it for the 50th anniversary. So I thought that was really cute. Yes, it's a very shiny Christmas. Yes. Okay, I want to talk about the runs. Oh, yes. Disney has announced another set of runs. This is the springtime surprise. That was what they originally called it and did not tell anyone anything about it. They have officially given us some information. It is actually going to be based on, drum roll please, on attractions. So the three attractions are Expedition Everest. That's the 5K. And this is why I want to do this. I normally would be like, why would I go do a 5K in Disney when I can run more? I like to run. I'm weird. But it's a scavenger hunt during the 5K. And it takes place at night, not in the morning. This is like my dream 5K. Yeah. And it's Expedition Everest themed. Like. What is it? It is March 31st. So we're going? I would. It's $100 for the 5K. Okay. (laughs) I would. I'm really. Yeah. I'm really interested. I love that it's at night. I could literally work during the day I could fly down work from the hotel and then do this at night it's so fun and it's a scavenger hunt and it's expedition Everest <laughs> like the fact that it's a scavenger hunt that's that's so weird I, I love that apparel. I have all my expedition Everest stuff <laughs> yeah what am I hunting for I want to find it am I hunting for the yeti that's so cool wait that's so exciting and it's at night I'm not a morning person my dream runs take place at night this is so exciting. Do you think it's in Animal Kingdom? I absolutely think it's in Animal Kingdom. I want to do it. Which is all hills and stuff, but it's only three miles. So like, that's not too bad. And you're doing a scavenger hunt for it. So it's probably a lot of starting and stopping, I'd assume. I want to do it. I want to do it too. Buddy, starting now. Throw my money at them. All right, guys, so Sab and I just paused this for a second. We were back. We paused it and decided we were booking this trip and going. So we're going to run this race and then tell you guys all about it. Or hopefully, (laughs) if you're doing it, we'll see you there. Some event details. It says guests will run a 3.1 mile race and throughout the race may stop and complete scavenger hunt tasks before they continue on to their next location. I think that's true. This sounds so fun. This is like two of my favorite things, running and scavenger (laughs) And games, running and games. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Okay, so that is just the first one. That is the Expedition Everest race. Registration, same for all of them, December 9th, you can register. So the next one we have is the race for the taste. That is a 10K. That's going to be happening on April 2nd. Why there's two days between the races, I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to race on April Fool's Day. I don't know. Oh, isn't it Good Friday or whatever? No, never mind. No, that's too early, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. Because like, that would make sense if it was a holiday. Yeah, I don't know. But that would make that Sunday where they have a race Easter. So I have no idea. So the race for the taste is actually based off of Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Hey. 
that one based off what I have read about it just seems kind of like a normal normal race it doesn't have the scavenger stuff (laughs) during it it's not as extra as the other one and then lastly they will be having I was so excited for this and then I read about it and I wasn't excited anymore so I'm glad I'm now excited for Expedition Everest they're doing the Tower of Terror 10 miler in the past, the Tower of Terror 10-miler has been a 10-miler at night that is villains and Tower of Terror themed. And at the end of it, there's a party in Hollywood Studios on Sunset Boulevard and they have some rides open and stuff. So I was so excited that they were bringing this back because I thought that's what it was. It's not that. It's just an, a normal 10-miler with Tower of Terror themed stuff going on. Dang. I know, right? I was so excited. And that one also took place at night and it's not taking place at night now. I'm way too excited to think about anything else. <laughs> now that you're thinking about the Everest one. <laughs> I think it's going to be so fun. Yeah. Oh my God. Definitely not a runner, but excited about the scavenger hunt part. <laughs> it's like barely running though. Cause it said that you have to stop and start to do the scavenger hunt stuff. So we're just basically going to be like run walk for it. Literally is just a normal day for us at the park because I feel like we run to things a lot and we do as many scavenger hunts as we can. We do the Ratatouille yeah. one. It's the wilderness explorers. <laughs> yeah. This is so funny. Okay. So yes, that is all of the info that we have on the run since they have announced them. They also, of course, have the challenge where you can do all of them. They're just calling it the springtime surprise challenge. Total, it would be 19.3 miles if you did the challenge. Oh, not bad. And that's over the course of the weekend. You would do that. But yeah, so that's all I have about that. Now that I just got us super pumped up, can't wait to see you all at that race because apparently we are going to be there. <laughs> if someone wants to let my bank account in on this that would be nice i'm gonna ask for that from luke for my birthday the run uh hey for christmas can santa just bring me a trip to disney the only thing i want for christmas and my birthday is this trip so new annual pass holder room discounts are up to 25 percent off for some deluxe rooms and florida residents get a discount up to 20 percent off nice which sounds like i need to be a florida resident <laughs> Okay, take one for the team. Just move. I'm trying. <laughs> kind of selfish that you haven't already. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, I heard uh, Florida residents and Pennsylvania residents are now getting 20% off. I, I don't know why. <laughs> so I can book it. No problem. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you remember when they did the Southern residents the one time? I don't really remember that. You had to be Virginia and below. And it was just down the East Coast, Virginia and below, got a discount. That stings. Tip of the day. So my tip of the day is kind of a foreshadow for a future episode. In order to save money during the holidays at Disney, you can go look at the resorts for Disney holiday decor. Bum, bum, bum. That is a foreshadow. That's a very nice foreshadow. Yeah. (laughs) Disney decor's got a lot going on. 10 out of 10 recommends. With that cliffhanger, we're going to get right into our topic of the day. (laughs) Are you guys on the edge of your seats? Are you totally like so excited for this new episode coming out? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Today's topic of the day was suggested to us by my sister, also a 
thought process that we've had like a long time ago, but it's extinct attractions. So attractions that have been at Disney that are now not there. I have stuff on my list that's not attractions. I kind of just went with the extinct Disney stuff. Yes. Okay, cool. All right, guys. So we got a pretty nice list here. We're just kind of going to go back and forth talking about it. So let's see what we got. Go ahead, Zabby. All right. So so the ride that was, no, I guess it was an Epcot. Oh, my God. We had this conversation on the podcast a few weeks ago. I know which ride you're about to say. The Body Wars. Why do I feel like it's not? Why do I feel like it's a Hollywood Studios? So Body Wars was at Epcot. And then they used the same ride mechanism for Star Tours when it opened. So at one point, they were both open. Yes. Yes. And that's why you get confused because you're right. It's the same because we looked it up after you Same idea. It's the same ride mechanism. But after Star Tours opened, no one gave a two craps about. (laughs) Yeah, no one. No one gave a poop about Body Wars because it was like, well, this is cooler. That's the, that's the nice way of saying it. Nobody gave a hoot. Oh, I like poop. Yeah. I'm going to go with poop because I'm classy. Okay. I don't really fully remember this ride, but I remember like when I was watching the screen of it on YouTube, I was like, I remember this ride. Like I could feel it in my brain, like remembering it. You know what it makes me think of? I'm sure I wrote it also. I don't remember it. Osmosis Jones. No, it makes me think of the magic school bus. Oh, yeah. Like, I think of Miss Frizzle going into the human body. That's basically what Body Wars was. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, I mean, the little tagline under our podcast is to 20-somethings view. We are in our 20s. So things that you remember, we might not remember. So hopefully we will kind of tug at your little nostalgia heartstrings but we were kind of young when some of these things disappeared yeah. and my my core memories didn't start until I was like 15 <laughs> like body wars for instance we were kind of young when that closed that closed in 2007 we were about we don't have our ages on anything let's leave it like that no one knows how old we are are we 20 or are we 29 I don't know oh god okay so there's the age for 29 <laughs> <laughs> So next we have Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. I was actually terrified of this show, even though this is one of my favorite movies of all time. The play area, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids play area where you were in the grass and there was the giant ant that you can climb on was one of my favorite things ever. Because like I said, we were pretty young when this closed. But the Honey, I Shrunk the Audience had the part with the giant lion head that came at you. Do you remember it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's the part that is scarred into my head. Like how you said your core memories didn't start till you were 15. That lion (laughs) head is a core memory of mine. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I bawled my eyes out and my mom had to take me out of the theater. No. And now it's one of my favorite movies. Oh, how the turns have tabled. (laughs) Another throwback is the Maelstrom. You didn't even talk about mine. You jumped right into the next one. Because I don't really remember it, nor did I really care for shows. It's like the same idea of the Muppets, and you love the Muppets. I think the Muppets is funny. (laughs) You don't think accidentally shrinking the audience is funny? No. I wish it was 4D. That'd be cool. 
But no, I, we totally skipped right over that. It was definitely not one of my top 10 things to do. Did you go in the play area when you were little? I remember that a little bit. But yeah, so Maelstrom? So Maelstrom was one of my favorite rides because it felt like you were like falling out of the ride. Like you could see like the line. And they blocked it off with Frozen. Gotcha. Okay. You like came out to go backwards. You weren't looking back. You couldn't tell that you were going backwards versus mm-hmm. like Frozen. You can feel you're shifting and going backwards. Gotcha. So you missed that one? Yeah. Do you like the Frozen ride better than Maelstrom? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The Viking stuff doesn't really pertain to me. <laughs> but do you miss the more educational aspect of it that it was a little bit more with the country it was in or could you care less no i don't really care okay i know I like the new spin that they're doing with like all movies you like that yeah like ratatouille frozen now with coco i think it's a theme it's funny a lot of people really hate that so it makes me laugh that you say you love it it kind of shows that like it's probably the older people who don't like that they're starting to do that yeah, people are not adaptable to change. No. I like the good combination of both. For instance, in the Norway Pavilion, yeah, they got rid of Maelstrom, but they still have that area where you can go in and look at the Norse history or yeah. Norse gods and things like that. And I think that area is really cool. When we went, it was four of us when it was me, Rick, and then Ellie and Brian. And Rick and Brian went in there and did not want to leave. And we were like, guys, we got one more ride to get on for, for the end of the night. You got to stop reading about Thor. Yeah. Which is funny because I think Olaf is a god, a thing in history as well. Olaf? Like the talking pumpkin? Not the actual... (laughs) I just called him a pumpkin. Like the talking snowman? Yeah. He was the first king to unite Norway. That's cool. Yeah. My only cool fact about Olaf is, have you seen the Titanic? No. Okay, for any listeners who have seen the Titanic... At the beginning, when Leonardo DiCaprio is playing cards and wins his voyage on the Titanic, the men that he's playing against are named Sven and Olaf. I know, that's a cool fact. You guys can't see it, but Stab's jaw dropped. Yeah, we weren't allowed to watch that. We went on too many cruises when we were younger, so it was like... I didn't watch it until I was an adult, but I don't think the reason that I wasn't allowed was the cruises. I think it was that scene in the car. Wow, yeah, you really haven't seen it. I, all I know is that there was room for Jack and her to be on. No, he tries to get on and then it almost flips. He tries and it, like, he almost flips her off. So then he puts her over himself. But they probably could have taken turns. Yeah. I don't know. I don't question it. It's a traumatic experience. I would, you know, probably react the same way they all did. I think I would have died. Yeah. So the next one. <laughs> While we're talking about traumatic experience, the next one I have here is Stitch's Great Escape. We, I think, rode that once as a family and thought it was horrible, never to be ridden again, and we never did. I rode it, and I remember being absolutely petrified, but you are hardcore strapped in there. Pretty sure I cried on that one, too. And then looking back now, though, I wish it was still open and I want to ride it again, because now I think it would be almost funny when he burps in your ear and things like that we did not like it at all it was like in unison of my family that was horrible never to be written again so we did on instagram the other day unpopular ride opinions and we actually had two people say that they that this ride shouldn't have closed why 
<laughs> they liked your- it. <laughs> they liked it. I don't know. But now we- it's a meet and greet area with him. So Which they don't even use as a meet and greet anymore. Because what they did was they started out by only keeping it, only opening it when it was really crowded in the parks. And then they just closed it. They just never opened it again. And then, yeah, they did meet and greets with Stitch. And I don't think there's no meet and greets right now with Stitch. So I don't think that that's even that anymore. I know a while ago permits were filed to put something in there. Yeah. Which will be fun. For anyone who doesn't know, that started out as something called extra terrestrial. And it was like an alien encounter. And it was absolutely petrifying alien that they got too many complaints. So they closed it. And then to make it less terrifying, put Stitch in it. So it's supposed to be that you're, they were experimenting on this alien and then it got out and you're in the theater and you can feel it like drool on you, hear it, like smell it, feel it touching you, things like that. So when they switched it to Stitch, then it was like he was drooling on you. He burped like burrito or I always thought it tasted like the, oh, it tasted, ugh. I always thought it smelled like the Frito, the burrito Fritos, you know what I'm talking about? Like the chili cheese Fritos. I don't know. So he like burped that in your face, like all of this stuff. And it's meant to make you feel like stitches like right in your ear and crawling over top of you and stuff like that because they turn the lights pitch black. So people yeah. were terrified. So that has since closed. Damn. Ew. Not a fan. I think but most people aren't. I am quite upset about them getting rid of Ellen's energy adventure. Wasn't I... it the universe of energy? <sighs> yes, it is. Okay. I really like Ellen. I really, really, really like Bill Nye. Bill, 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 Bill. And fun fact, her friend in high school or college or whatever named Judy that she said she calls Stupid Judy. We used to call our GPS in our car Stupid Judy. For that reason or for just that reason. crazy coincidence? Because she was annoying. So we called our GPS Stupid Judy. That's funny. Yeah. I don't remember riding that one, but it was open until 2017. So I'm sure I did. Yeah. Plus, it was a beautiful spot to get air conditioning. It was a 45 minute ride. Yeah. I learned a lot while doing research today to make sure I didn't forget any. And yeah, that was a 45 minute ride. And part of that was sitting in the lobby or waiting area, like the pre show. And there was like benches and you could sit on the ground. It was so refreshing for a really long day at the parks. Where was it? Where Guardians of the Galaxy ride is now. Okay. What ride was where, is it the Michael Jackson one? That is where the Pixar shorts is. I don't remember what was there before that. I think it's the Michael Jackson one. Captain EO was where Pixar Shorts Films was. No, it's Michael Jackson stars as Captain EO. Oh, I don't really remember it. I remember that entranceway to it because that's still the same room. Yeah, yeah. It's the only reason I remember it. I knew that there was something there. Okay, so my next one, I was never actually on. I just really wish I could have had the opportunity to. I have two of them. Should I do them both at once? Yeah. Okay, the Skyway, which was those bucket gondolas that went from Fantasyland to Tomorrowland. They're so old-timey and cute. I would just love to see the Magic Kingdom from that view. Yeah. Just sit back, relax, and just, like, you know when you're in Tomorrowland and you just people watch the whole time you're on the people mover? 
see if you see anyone you know, like things like that. And you make up stories for people in your head. I can't imagine doing that over the entire Magic Kingdom. It would just be so cool. It would be so cool to see it from that view. I'm so sad I never got to ride that. Yeah. Lexi had this idea. She was like, they should put a people mover at each park. Yeah. It'd be so, so beneficial for them. Like there'd be like a people mover like through the countries or something like that. People mover through Star Wars land. That would be cool. I wish that they would bring the railroad back because that is also kind of falls in the category of the Skyliner or in the Skyway where you can just sit and relax and people watch and see the park from a different angle. Yeah. And that should be coming back, but that is one of the most fun ways to do that. So I really wish that I could have had the opportunity to ride on the Skyway. And when I see pictures people took back in the 70s from up there, I can't imagine nowadays with cameras how cool stuff they could get. Yeah, take that would be so cool. And then the other one that we obviously never got to ride, was never even in Walt Disney World, was only at Disneyland, I believe, is have you seen photos of the flying saucer ride? Wait, let me, let me see. It's the one, it literally looks like you're sitting in like a bumper car. Oh, yeah. And they are moved around by air pushing you up. So like the best way that I can describe it is kind of like you're sitting on an air hockey puck. Oh my God. And people try and steer them, but they kind of like bounce into each other. It looks like something you'd see at like an old school carnival, but it just looks really fun. And it looks like it was way ahead of its time. And I can't imagine what they could do with it nowadays. And I think that would be a really cool ride. How cool. These are so cool looking. Like when you see pictures of Disneyland on opening day, that's the things that you see that people did. How cool. Oh my God. They have a vintage poster of it. Oh, Sab's buying it. For anyone who doesn't know, that's one of Sab's favorite things is vintage posters of Disneyland attractions. I had Wishes and Peter Pan Neverland when I lived at the DCP dorms. You know what I would be so curious of? So like people were smaller back then, height and weight wise. So I wonder what the weight limit was for it. Oh. Because it's air pushing you up and that can only push up so many pounds. Yeah. But that is one thing that I really, really wish that I could have had the opportunity to ride. If I can go back in time one day, I will probably go to either Disney World or Disneyland opening day. So one day, (laughs) one day, I'll let you guys know how it was when I get back. It's going to be a good time. Hopefully you can bring souvenirs back from the past. I'm not really sure. Oh, so cool. Okay. So that's my little trip to the past that I'm having. Go ahead. You can go. I would want my lawnmower to look like that. Like the saucer? Like the saucer? The saucer. The (laughs) saucer. Another one that they quickly got rid of was Snow White's Scary Adventure. I've heard rumors that people were so scared of the witch in this one that they got rid of it. So they created the dwarves mind train. At ours? Yeah. That doesn't make sense, though, because they kept it open in Disneyland. Yeah. I know people still say it's really scary. Like when people from Disney World go over, they're like, that's horrifying. I've heard that. As well as Pinocchio. I heard that the Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, though, was scarier because didn't he like, doesn't he go through hell? 
I don't know. Yeah, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride before Winnie the Pooh replaced it. There's a part where Mr. Toad like goes through hell. I never do that. Yeah. I haven't really like, oh, that's what we forgot. I haven't really like seen that one. I apparently wrote it when I was younger because apparently I was petrified. I don't know. It closed in 1998, so that would explain why I don't remember it. And there, I mean, there's still a chance that I did write it, but I don't remember it at all. I for sure wrote it, but <laughs> I don't think I have much memory. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard that it was absolutely petrifying, Snow White and Mr. Toad's. So it does not surprise me that either of them closed in Magic Kingdom. All right, Seb. I I will say my I'm depressed one first, and then you can say your I'm depressed one. You know which one it is. I think you know what mine is. Yeah. <laughs> so my I am depressed one that is closed. The Backlot Studio Tour. The Backlot Tour. It's so upsetting. Perfect. It was so good. It was incredible. I could have wrote it a thousand times and I didn't realize when looking it up, apparently it was a 35 minute experience. I did not remember it being that long. I think just because I loved it. Yeah. Well, there was like a whole acting part into it, right? Well, you saw the actual studios where they filmed things. And then after that wasn't a thing anymore. They still had like the little walkthrough area where you got out and could walk. And then they had the canyon where just all hell broke loose so a lot happened and they bulldozed it for toy story land which i think is also awesome i just i love the back a lot tour i agree so that is mine my big one that they got rid of that i'm sad they got rid of i did like (laughs) it was nice on hot days when you sat on the end you got wet i got wet (laughs) I was watching a video of it from when the park opened, which it wasn't there when it opened. So it was like later, I guess. And they were like, hold your children, hold your cameras, blah, blah, blah. Because it starts shaking and then you get wet. And I was like, that's funny. They didn't say cell phones. And then I looked up like what year I was watching. And I was like, oh, I guess they didn't have to say it then. The boat, the boat scene. My parents were actors in the boat scene. That was that little show they had. With the flood? Yeah. (laughs) My dad and my uncle were actors in it. Oh my god i have to find the video for i have to find like pictures or something they had to wear those if, blue jumpsuits mm-hmm. i think and if the- i dig i can definitely find a picture of my dad and my uncle doing it how fun is it also with like the grandma like raking her garden there was a lot that they had in that spot they had the golden girl studio because when it started they actually filmed things there yeah like different shows were actually filmed on that set so like there was a chance when you were riding through you would see an actor that you knew or something yeah but they had like all the props from the show so it was cool to see like those props I liked at the streets of America part and when you would see the like all the Roger Rabbit stuff like the Toontown stuff and the different like you lift the props up whoa such a throwback looking at the youtube video of it oh are you watching right now i'm like fast forwarding because like my memory is like fully back god i missed that ride do you remember they had the the dip truck for roger rabbit yeah you know what the dip is do you remember when's the last time you watched from roger rabbit oh god probably not a while <laughs> i just watched it a few weeks i ago. have watched the goofy movie <gasps> did you love it luke 
Fun fact, Luke loves the Goofy movies. I know that. I didn't know that. So yeah, we were that. like, let's watch a movie. He was like, can we watch the Goofy movie? I was like. <laughs> he was the one that knew the quote when we did name that quote. And I yeah. think we did the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. And he knew who it was. Oh. Max, look, it's the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. Yeah. So I think we we're going to watch the, the other one. Not the Goofy movie, the other one. An extremely Goofy movie. Yes. Where so he goes to college. Yeah. I no, started rewatching. You watched the second one first? I know. I think he just put it on because I wanted the power line and he thought this second one had it. Power lines on the first one. No, and I was like, I was waiting for it the whole time. And it was like 10 minutes till the movie was over. And he was like, oh, I just realized the power line stuff isn't this. And I was like, you'll like, know the whole time. <laughs> as soon as you turn it on, it basically starts with power line. So, oh, after the song, oh my God, they do after today. I love that song. I, I belt it out in the car. I'm excited to watch I it. I wish today was the day after today. Oh my God, I can't. I'm, oh, I'm so excited for you. Okay, sorry. Let's get back to the stuff. So Gina's upsetting one was the Backlot Tour. And my upsetting one is the great movie ride. Why <laughs> couldn't they just have put the Mickey Mini Runaway Railway elsewhere? They had to take my little movie run. <laughs> She's still crying. So upset by it. it. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is incredible. I will give yes, it that. It is. It's so cute. There's so many little like details everywhere. But man, oh man, am I upset. <laughs> well, it's kind of like how I absolutely love Toy Story Land. Woody's Lunchbox is one of my favorite additions to... Hollywood Studios, but that doesn't mean that I'm not super upset that the backlot tour is gone. You know, I will not be but hurt. I will be but hurt the rest of my life for the Great Movie Ride. Okay, what was your favorite scene in the Great Movie Ride? Oh God! While she's thinking, I'll explain for anyone who doesn't know the Great Movie Ride took you through some of history's greatest movies. So you went through the Wizard of Oz. That's the one everyone always thinks of when you think Great Movie Ride. They had a gangster scene. They had a cowboy scene, depending on which way your track went. They had an alien scene. That was so scary. The alien scene. So scary for me. I literally had to close my eyes and go like this. (laughs) That one horrified me because that, oh, that movie just gets to me. I think my favorite part of that whole ride was at the end. Because, you know, my sisters and I are very, like, bushy people. (laughs) Yeah. So they played the best clips from all the great movies and then they started to get faster and I'm just like tearing up. It was so it was so cool and overwhelming and then the movie was over and you felt like ah after. I just liked how they had live actors and stuff in it. Yeah. I like that was that a really cool touch. We're very on point all the actors didn't really like you could never tell that they were like acting mm-hmm. it was very fun i agree r.i.p great movie ride gone too soon it yeah. was only alive for 28 years when it closed in 2017 <laughs> another two parts of hollywood studios that are officially gone are the show lights camera action that's the car stunt show yeah I watched it one time. My family's not car people. We didn't really watch that one often. I think my dad took my brothers to go see that. And my mom took me and my sister to go do something else. Yeah. Probably the play area. I feel like there was something before the 
the new car show. Probably because it had newer cars in it. Yeah. So that one. And then the infamous sorcerer hat. This breaks my heart to this day. Yeah. Although it was just a gift shop, it was the thing that you saw first and I loved it. They got rid of the sorcerer hat and they got rid of the water tower. Oh, the water tower. Yeah. So both things getting rid of it just made me so sad because it just, they were the staple of it. Yeah. Because you could see the water tower, like, as you were pulling up, same as, like, Tower of Terror. So it was, like, one of those, like, oh, my God, we're almost there kind of thing. Yeah. And where else do you see a giant water tower with Mickey Mouse ears? Like, that doesn't happen. That's so cool. So those are two things they got rid of. So... Another thing that they got rid of was my family's favorite part of Hollywood Studios is the animation studio. So now where you can meet Kylo Ren, Darth Vader, all the Star Wars people, which I was also quite upset about because we made a joke that Star Wars threw up all over Hollywood Studios. They took away the animation studio. So this is where you draw characters, but it was any character. They had different rows so it looked like an art studio and they had like actual like pen paper like desk for you to sit at so you felt like a real animator and then they had all animation stuff around it so drawings of characters it was very they still have it in Disneyland I know for sure so they have like exactly the same as they had it at Hollywood Studios, but now they have it at Rafiki's Conservation Station, where one, you can only draw animals. Two, they give you clipboards like you're, I don't know. <laughs> the three, it's on a TV screen in the middle of like the con- conservation like station. So, it's very makeshift. Yeah. And it's definitely, I get the appeal. They were trying to get people to go over there. Which I would say it worked. Yeah. Because sometimes it's like, oh, the next class is in 15 minutes. Oh, let me go look at the animals. Let me go do this, do that. Let me go learn something. So definitely it benefited some areas, but I do miss the actual like feeling of the class. That's fair. Yeah. And the last things we have on our list of things that we just miss like crazy. Not a ride. We have two different shows here that have both ended in the last six months. Number one, Rivers of Light. I'm not going to lie. I did not like Rivers of Light. And then they redid it. And it was only going with the new show for a year before it closed. Yeah. Plus, the only time I saw it, it was pouring rain. (laughs) And you still liked it, right? Yeah. That's when you know it's good. It definitely caught my attention. I wouldn't say I was like, I want to watch it again. But I was like very intrigued the whole time so you probably would have liked the original one better the original one was a lot of animals in nature and then when they redid it because people weren't really the biggest fans of it they put characters in so in scenes where they had just bears in nature they now had bears on one screen and baloo from the jungle book on another yeah so you probably would have liked it before because you are really into animals in nature you would have really enjoyed what it was people who like the disney earth and disney like when they do those videos and documentaries probably really enjoyed it that kind of stuff puts me to sleep so i was bored and then once they put in baloo and simba and rafiki i was like this is so cool yeah 
So then I really liked it. And yeah, it only went for a year before they switched it out for Kite Tales. So that's a little depressing, but okay. And the last show. You guys got to know where I'm going with this. Happily ever (laughs) after. I can't believe they got rid of it. So quickly. It deserved better, man. It deserved better. It needed 10 years, not two. I'm so excited. Did it only have two years? I don't know. No, it had four or five. Four, okay. Still, it needed longer. It deserved better. But yeah, yeah. I think it's like almost, I don't want to use the word nostalgia, but I guess it is. Like the show just makes me so happy. It, it makes was me so- inclusive in all things like our past and the new Disney. Yeah. Like all together. And that was like the best part about it. Yeah, I agree. It was like there was something for everybody. Yeah. And the tunes were good and the songs were good. They included the Hunchback of Notre Dame, which is never in anything. No, you can watch that 10 times and see something different every time in the fireworks and in the show on the castle. Yeah. Or even just hearing it every night was so, so incredible. We were very blessed to work at the Polynesian so we could hear it every night. And I think that is partially why I have such a intense attachment to it because I heard it every night and it makes me sad to think that if I go there I'm not going to hear it yes a majority of my Disney college program was the Polynesian and the happily ever after fireworks (laughs) because as DCP goers we always worked night shifts I run to it a lot fun fact that's a really good thing to run to it's hard to run to it outside because you have to keep youtube pulled up but if you are on a treadmill you can pull up the youtube video and just like plop it there and run to the music how cool it's a perfect running playlist because it's like 23 minutes with the pre-show and post-show so it's get at least two miles in oh how fun right but that's all i have do you have any others i don't have any others Hopefully we covered everything that you guys could think of. If we miss something that you really miss, like one of those Disney has-beens that's not there anymore, let us know. We can, we'll cry about it together. Don't worry. And we'll bring it up next week. We'll let everyone know. Hopefully we won't have to make this list again for years. Hopefully we will not have to miss a ride. Is anything coming soon? I don't. Well, like Splash Mountain, that would be upsetting. Oh, yes. The ride. Fun fact. I actually wanted to wait to do this episode until they close Splash Mountain because I know it's going to be my number one. So I wanted to be able to put it as number one. Interesting. But yeah, they haven't really given us more updates on that. So When I was there, they had scaffolding up, like they were doing stuff to the outside. But you're right, there haven't been any updates. So yeah, which they've been so perfect of giving us updates on everything else. Like when they were going to build Tron, they gave it to us like a year before they even started building. Yeah, I think that they're not going to take down or change Splash Mountain until they're done Tron because they would be stupid to be doing construction on both sides of the park. That is true. But Especially since Tron is blocking the railroad. Yeah, so that's, that's why it's not saying. going. And Splash Mountain will probably also block the railroad. So I'm assuming they're just going to keep it closed and go from one right to the other. But I'm not positive because I don't work for Disney. I don't know. I don't speak for the company. These are just my predictions as a certified Disney adult. Certified. Oh, yeah. You didn't hear? I bought a Thomas Kincaid. I'm officially certified. I know you are. (laughs) How funny. So I have my Fitbit on at work. 
all the time. And then I have my phone in my pocket just in case like anyone was to call or text. I need something important. So my sister calls me and we don't, we're not callers. We don't call each other. We like text each other. We keep in contact minimal. So Cassie calls me while I'm at work (laughs) and she goes, what did Gina buy? And I'm like, are you sick? Are you hurt? Are you dying? (laughs) What did Gina buy? And I was like, oh, a painting. (laughs) I "I have to go. I will tell you more about this later. (laughs) For anyone who doesn't know, I posted on our Instagram story and was like, I'm about to go make a ginormous Disney purchase. Guess what it is. And we got some amazing guesses. Okay. I have the guesses pulled up. My exact description was on my way to make the most expensive Disney theme purchase I've ever done. Any guesses on what I'm buying? The guesses were more lounge flies, Galactic yeah. Star Cruiser. So I'm assuming that meant like a trip on the Star Cruiser, which is the Star Wars Hotel. Disney Vacation Club or heading to Alani. Oh. Walt Disney's Frozen Head. Okay. That was my own guess. Yeah. <laughs> a one night stay in the castle. Oh. A minivan. A attached- minivan? <laughs> yeah. That was- oh, oh, I get it. I was like, how like is that? Like the Minnie Disney Mouse really? vans. <laughs> a tattoo. And then they clarified and said, a Disney-themed tattoo sleeve. Disney Vacation Club. A Disney Cruise. An annual pass. Or the Diamond Castle. Oh. So people had amazing guesses. They do. And Rick knew what I was getting and he guessed the Thomas Kincaid photo. Yeah. Painting. It's not a photo. It's a painting. I'm sorry. I need to cry. Yeah. So that makes me an official certified Disney adult. It does. It for sure does. But yeah, so that stressed some people out that I didn't say what I was getting, <laughs> including Sab sisters. What did she buy? But that is it for today. Thank you for walking down memory lane. Right down the riddle of memory lane. <laughs> oh, that will still be forever my favorite video. Wait, so you have seen those videos? Oh, yeah, 100%. I used to sing the Make a Memory song to you, and you never knew it. No, I never knew the words. Oh. It was the scene I did not watch the most. Making memories, making memories, taking pictures, is making memories. I knew that I'm so rumbly. In my time, time something sweet. Yeah, it was the little owl with this little chalkboard thing. Yeah, we were singing, following the leader. We were walking through Disney, and I said, "What do you guys think of when you hear this song?" Because in my head, I think of Donald Duck and all the kids following him. Yeah, in that video, and everyone was like, "Uh, Peter Pan," and I was like, "Uh, you're dumb." Like when they were riding the uh, oh, the Matterhorn, I was like, "What is that ride called?" When they rode that, I always am like, "Oh, I want to ride that." <laughs> The country bear put always made me want to go to their Tom Sawyer Island. Yeah. Good, good memories. But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you want to be on our podcast, say anything to us, have suggestions, or want to be on the podcast, just let us know. Um, our Instagram is at spell the D pod. Our Gmail is spell the D pod at gmail.com. And we have some exciting news coming next week. So stay tuned. Check out our Instagram. We're going to be announcing it on there. So go ahead and follow it. But in other news, we will see you guys at the castle.
wrong. <laughs> wrong. 